Hello, my name is Sartak. Hi, my name is Seher. And my name is Valerie. Today we'll be talking about introverts versus extroverts. In the last episode, we discussed an overview of the Myers-Briggs personality test, or MBTI, and their 16 personality types. You may recall that each personality type contains four parts, and the first one being the introversion and extroversion dichotomy. The Swiss psychiatrist Carl Gustav Jung popularized these terms and introduced ter- the term to psycho- them to psychology. The word introvert contains the lat- Latin prefix intro, which is to turn within or direct inwards. The ending of the word vert derives from the Proto-Indo-European root were, which means to turn or bend. It can be seen in words such as avert, convert, and diverge. Introversion is a basic personality style characterized by a preference of the inner life of the mind over the outer world of other people. Its opposite term is extroversion, with the Latin root extra meaning outside, beyond or beyond the scope of. Extroversion is a tendency to focus on gratification obtained by the outside the self. The nouns used to describe people who possess these traits are called introverts and extroverts. However, Jung believes that no one is completely extroverted or completely introverted, but rather a mix that leans more towards one side than the other. But if both traits are equally present, these people are referred to, referred to as ambiverts. But in general, the main difference between introverts and extroverts are the ways they gain and recharge their mental energy. Introverts tend to be more antisocial and, and isolated and can gain energy through peace and quiet. Despite preferring alone time, doesn't necessarily mean that introverts are shy. But for example, if they are having conversations with crowds, it can be energy draining and they rejuvenate themselves through peace and quiet. Extroverts, on the other hand, prefer to be around people and these interactions stimulate their energy. According to the Myers-Briggs organization's first official random sample, 50.7% of Americans are introverts, while 49.3% are extroverts. To add to that, the majority of the people are often balanced between introverts and extroverts. According to an American Trends panel research, 77% of people lie somewhere in the middle of the two extreme personality types. 12% are very extroverted, 5% are very introverted, and 6% did not respond. Extroverts are very social and thrive with stimulation. Extroverts focus more on other people and how these people affect them and their environments around them. Personality types relate to introverts and extroverts. These two big parts shape the rest of our personalities. In the Myers-Briggs test, introverts and extroverts are represented by the E and the I in the 16 personalities. There are also some misconceptions about introverts and extroverts. Only extroverts like to socialize. Introverts don't take risks. Extroverts are happier. An introvert is more likely to, to deal with mental illness. Extroverts are much more confident. Introverts are quiet. Introverts and extroverts won't get along. When they are forceful and chatty, extroverts report having the most energy, but so do introverts. The energizing hours and weeks for all of us are those that involve more active social interaction regardless of whether we are working, reading, eating, or having a good time. This is true whether people rate their energy during 45 different hours over the course of two weeks or weekly for 10 weeks. Your sensitivity to stimulus is the cause.
if you're an introvert, you're more likely to become overstimulated by intense or pro protracted social engagement at that time. Journaling might be a good way to unwind. However, social contact is only one aspect of introversion and extroversion. Extroverts want exciting activities like skydiving, Starbucks simulating drinks, and other things. Introverts are more prone to want alone time, but they are more willing to bring a companion. Having an introvert or extrovert personality type isn't a decision that people cautiously make. Rather, this personality type develops throughout a person's life and doesn't change too much with age. Someone may be very introverted as a child and later on gain extrovert tendencies, but that doesn't mean they are an extrovert. Rather, they have shifted some bit on a scale measuring being extroverted to being introverted. These two personality types may wear each other's attributes for a short period of time, but that does not get rid of the underlying extrovertness slash introvertness, and up to a certain point can become exhausting and irritating. Environment and genetics influence introvertness and extrovertness. These factors which lead to developing personality types affect our brain's biology. Dopamine, a neurotransmitter, that affects brain circuits that control learning and reward are linked to being an extrovert or in introvert. Research has found that extroverts react more strongly to activities that involve risks in their brains. Dopamine is also linked to how much people enjoy new and unfamiliar experiences. Introverts usually have less dopamine receptors that than extroverts have. Introversion is also associated with increased activity in the frontal lobe region. Many times when talking about extroverts and introverts, these personality types are framed as polar opposites. The common perception is that extroverts are outgoing and social while introverts are shy and antisocial. In reality, being an extrovert or introvert is more so about in what situations do individuals gain more energy and in what situations do individuals lose energy. And along with that, extrovertness and introvertness is more of a scale. This scale includes introverted extroverts, extroverted introverts, and ambiverts, who are more estimated to be more than half the population. Knowing where you identify on this scale can help with self-awareness in terms of energy levels in different situations and can lead to understanding more about yourself. Each personality type has their own strengths and weaknesses, and this is a part of what makes us who we are. Well, on that note, we want to thank you for listening to our podcast on introverts versus experts. This is Sartak. This is Seher. And this is Valerie. Be sure to stay tuned for the next episode in our STEM innovation series. See you next time.